What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Late Night Motor Club, the only podcast you care about. I'm Alex. I'm Steven. And I'm Tyler. So, um, did you guys get anything done this weekend? Uh, How are those I, wheels coming along? <laughs> I cut some threads off my arms, and that's about the whole update. Oh, my kit got out of paint. That's it. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. check the Instagram. Yeah, check, <laughs> check. It's, it's on there. <laughs> Well, it's better than me. I didn't really get much done. I'm just trying to plan out uh, getting my stock golf 3D scan so that way I have the template to base the kit off of. So still scanning and all yeah. Still scanning, yeah. Fun yeah. process. How about you? Yeah, I've been slaving away, just sanding, uh, <laughs> body work and body work and body work. We're almost done. Almost getting ready for rep. However, I did pick up some special parts today. So mm, yeah. Special parts. Special parts. Can't wait to see those. Yeah, definitely. So diving into the first topic of the night, we're going to talk about kind of the differences in builds that are in the car community, car industry, um, kind of going off of kind of attention builds versus, uh, let's say, passion projects or passion builds that are built for you ultimately. So, Stephen, do you want to define what, <laughs> what attention you? builds yeah. and what a passion build is <laughs> for people? All, Break it down. I think the easiest thing to start out with would be defining a passion build or a true, like, enthusiast build. Yeah. So, what what would you guys say, like, a main characteristic of a passion build would be? So, with, like, a passion build, how I would describe it ultimately is it's something built for you. You're going to do a lot of unique stuff to it that defines what you want to see out of the car. Um, and ultimately you're not building it for other people's, I guess, pleasing. So you're, you're doing it to please yourself. You're doing it. You want to build something that, um, you think is cool ultimately, um, versus putting it out there and just wanting other people to like it. Yeah. Um, I would actually define a passion build very similarly to what you said, Stephen. Um, but one big thing I would say like a passion built project for me is something that is, solely influenced by your own taste and i'm saying like this Mm -hmm. is like an accumulation of different things and it's built not because it's up and coming in the scene or trendy it's because it's solely based off of what you think is cool is that why all my cars have looked exactly the same (laughs) right (laughs) i think that's a good way to put it where you mentioned trendy yeah where it's like instead of building something that's just trendy that you know people will like because it's trending right now right building something that you honestly like and you think is unique to yourself i think passion projects include much more culture than a project built just for attention yeah yeah definitely for the for the most part you see a lot more uh uniqueness in the in the individual's like personality coming out in that car like you look at the car and you're like yeah that's definitely uh rick's car or whatever definitely yep except for you know these these instagram builds or these attention (laughs) builds or social media build don't don't get me wrong uh i would say on the for the attention builds there's a lot of attention builds that mm. look great that yes, just I like mean, oh, that yeah, look not, awesome not, not knocking on my but head. it's just the matter of the the motive behind it where it's like when i see people purposely putting on these certain wheels or building their car this certain way just to 
kind of please others in the way where it's like they know that they're going to go viral because they're going to build the car this way. Right. Yeah. I yeah. like I'm not going to name any names, but I know there's some people who are like, I put this on my car. I posted it. It got a bad response. I'm going to take it off and put something else on. It. Oh, th- I've mm-hmm. I have seen that. And it is the cringiest stuff I've ever seen. And yeah, it's that's bad. Yeah. Where they're influenced by what other people think should be on yeah, their car. It's like, bro, if you like yeah. it, just do it. I yeah. You know how many people thought Kendama was so lame? <laughs> I, I Alex just is it. just trying to validate himself right now. <laughs> <laughs> In the comment section, tell me it's cool, please. <laughs> uh, well, with that, um, it's it's a type of thing where it's yeah, you're you're trying to validate yourself on your build, and ultimately, let's say you release your your new build and um, you put wheels on it or whatever you did to it. Um, and then people don't like it and then you get down about it and then you don't like the car anymore and, and then you sell it to get another car that's trending where it's just like i've seen that so many times and it's yeah. like why are you doing that to yourself because ultimately it's it's affecting yourself probably mentally because you're taking all this um, negativity from others telling you oh yeah that car looks horrible blah 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 right and you're taking it all personal to yourself instead of just doing what you want to do with your car. Right. 100%. And I want to say um, something different about passion builds versus like an attention built thing. I actually know a lot of passion built projects that just like don't have social media whatsoever. And I'm not saying that passion built projects can't and that you're not allowed to and that they can't do well because a a lot of them do, especially if they're done really well. But some people, that's how you can really tell is that they built this just because I like it. And when they see people hate on it on social media, they're like, I don't care. I built this for me, not Hmm. for you. What I love seeing, like let's say out at shows or meets, cars that are not on social media that you've seen for the first time ever oh yeah, oh, yeah. it gives you that like first like, new in the car scene feeling like, where did this come i've never from? seen this yeah. before it's so yeah. weird nowadays but it, when it, when you see it you're like oh my wow or how it's like I, you, you see a car yeah, and then yeah. let's say the owner's there and you talk to them and then let's say you follow them and you come onto their page and it's like 400 followers like yeah. <laughs> honestly i i respect that more than somebody with a bunch of followers with like the same level car because it's like they're not doing it for the attention yeah they're doing it because they genuinely built that car for themselves and that's what gets them going yeah. not all these likes or followers or yeah. just yeah. because the car goes viral definitely and i'm gonna say real quick exactly what probably some watchers are thinking right now you guys got some followers <laughs> 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 look this is this is my two cents on it uh if I didn't have a business and I didn't have a passion for photography and filmmaking, I probably would have never got on social media in the way I did. And it's such a fine line between uh, these these two sides of, of this thing. I feel like they are so close that it's it's tricky to talk about, but you kind of you know it when you see it almost I, I know exactly what you're you're talking about in the sense of like i feel like a lot of my social media presence has come from my passion about photography and media and creating and yeah. creating that creating. got paired yeah. with cars because this is something that i love and i care about and it's a, it's a fine line to walk between both of them because i like to produce things that i think will not just do well but something that i'm proud to put my name on and at the same time, it does kind of feel validating when they do well, right? And so it's kind of like, are you building things for social media? That's that's what yeah. I'm saying with the yeah. fine line is like, 
Yeah, I, I mean, well, like one thing with myself, like when I first got on Instagram, um, I created my Instagram right when I put my GT on air suspension for the first time. And it was like, I, I thought it was a build and this and that. And so I created an Instagram and started posting the car. Um, then I bought a camera, fell in love with photography, started posting up my car with my own photos and fell in love with creating content and just posting the car ultimately. Um, but based off that, it's, it's something where over time, I kept posting what I wanted to post. Mm -hmm. I built the car how I wanted it to build or how, how I wanted it to be built. And your audience Um, like developed because they liked what you were doing. Exactly. That you were building the the audience. The audience came as time come. It wasn't something where I built something to go viral. And then I got an audience base off that. Mm -hmm. I'm very um, blessed to have the following I have organically. Mm -hmm. And I, I would say I'm, very close with the following I have where it's like, I genuinely connect with the people that follow me in the DMS where they ask questions, this and that replying to story posts, replying to, um, um, actual feed posts. And it's something where I, I try to be as genuine as possible. And, and that's in my opinion, what brought my audience to me. It's not something where I did something viral and it, it came about or right now with the whole wide body process, it's definitely right. gained a lot more attention because I am doing something different. But I'm not doing. But I'm not doing yeah. it because I want to go viral. I'm doing it because I want to create something that hasn't been created for myself. Right. By doing like all that, I feel like a lot of your audience is so uh, dialed in because a lot of your work is uh, for, let's say, custom uh, compared to some of these other cars that you see that may uh, have the same following or blah blah blah, whatever. Do the same thing. Uh, but it's just some production parts kind of put on the car, which no yeah. hate, but yeah. yeah, it's just different. Like one rule of thumb that I have with myself is it's where you could build a car to go viral and gain a following off that, but that's not going to last. And that's yeah. not what's oh, going to yeah. give you personal connections mm-hmm. as well. If you build something that is for yourself, you might not see that result right away. But if you're consistent and consistency is the biggest word with this, if you're consistent with yourself, your style and what you put out, that'll all come. I can promise you that. Don't switch up. Yeah. 100%. Just stay yourself. Be consistent with it. I promise you that it will come. Yeah. And one thing I will say too about the builds that people do for attention and when they start doing, getting this social media following and whatnot, you see a lot of these people um, like you said, it won't last. They do fall out because they lose the enjoyment in a, the enjoyment of it because mm-hmm. they are building it for... You get burned out way faster. 100% yeah. because I think all of us can agree here. Cars are frustrating. The one, most stressful thing ever, but it, one when way, it's done, it's w- the best thing ever. One the way I feeling. like to put it is it's my stress reliever and my stress giver. Oh, yeah. 100%. Where I, I wouldn't be able to live without it, but at the same time, it gives me a lot of stress that <laughs> <laughs> it's it's necessary for me to have now disclaimer we're not trying to talk down anybody these are just our opinions all honesty who's to say i'm not building the car for attention the only person (laughs) who knows i'm not is me right but from an outside perspective everybody's car could be built for For attention attention. because you'd be like i like it it's cool it's getting it's getting attention which is not the point but it it is yeah and then outside people may look at that and think the exact same things we are which I mean, I think it's fair, and that's the part of that fine line that's so tricky about it. Right. What? And I, I think the honest question that you would have to ask yourself, and I'm not trying to shape the our, the way that you guys view 
of us or anything like that, but just a genuine question to you guys sitting here. If you took away your camera, you took away all your stuff, would you still build the car that you're building right now? Absolutely. In yeah. the same way. My biggest yeah. thing that I've always like had a thought experiment about is uh, like if you were to isolate somebody, if you were to isolate one of these car enthusiasts um, and take away no internet access, no contact with any other humans on like a daily basis or anything you live in the middle of nowhere nobody knows you exist except for you are you still building that same car to do the thing or if your answer is no you're kind of doing it for validation or the attention or you just enjoy showing it to others which i think is uh you know not the point but right like one reason why like i like build the builds I do and whatnot is I like pushing myself. I like oh, pushing yeah. my limits in, in terms of what I could do, what I could learn um, and pushing myself in that aspect. Cause it's something where like, I generally enjoy doing things that um, I haven't done before um, or that benefit me in a way where I could grow off of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of is one of the separations as well, because I think that was well said. And I totally agree with that. And it's when you push yourself to these limits to do things that you've never done before that you're uncomfortable with. And that at the very end, even though it's stressful during the entire period of doing it, at the very end, when you step back and look at it and you're like, this is the sickest thing I've ever done. And you're proud of yourself. Like I made this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Where again, with that burnout, I feel like a lot of the attention cars or people who are more interested in the social aspect of the car community they may not have done that little extra work or pushed themselves further than they thought they could resulting in them being less proud of it or not necessarily uh it being a difficult thing so they just naturally care less about it uh or they buy something already built or all that kind of stuff right And like a a perfect example for me, I know this is maybe it can kind of seem as like validation, but a big goal of mine is to build my car this year specifically to be at Young Guns for SEMA. And the whole reason that I want to compete and and be at this level is because this level of building things is is deemed as quote unquote professional, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to push myself to the very limits that I can to build this thing in my driveway, garage, whatever to the best of my ability that I can compete at a quote unquote professional level. Now this isn't for like clout or anything. It's solely to feel like I did something that was just good enough. for Good, SEMA. good enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, like another thing that people don't realize in, in terms of building car for SEMA, given that like I've been part of the young guns right. as well and going to be doing the same thing is it's about, showcasing what your work can do, showcasing Mm -hmm. your work, showcasing what you could build. um, So it could potentially be recognized by people in the industry, gathering connections. And it's, it's business. It's something where you're showcasing yourself, you're showcasing your work. And ultimately it could lead to things that you would never have imagined in your life in terms of opportunity and connections and meeting people. Right. Absolutely. And um, I, I, view the cars in the media thing kind of hand in hand as an extension of myself i always find it as a way of expression a way to express myself which is why i'm so passionate about making things the way that i do and making them to the same extent and relating that to the builds that everybody kind of does for attention i feel like you see that where it lacks and they kind of are here to pump out as many things as they can in a trending fashion and it's 
it lacks the originality mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. You don't see the style come through necessarily. Like literally, I don't know. Like, uh, I, f- I feel like even down to the stickers, as stupid as that sounds, but like the, the passion builds, like you can just see the character in it in something that looks uh, like it's done for attention. Ultimately, in my opinion, looks boring. And it's not like, I know it's done for attention, therefore it's boring. It's like, I look at it, and I'm like, eh, that car's kind of boring. And then you find out, and you're like, oh, that's because that person's that way, you know? Like, right. I want to see color-matched bolts that you can't see when the hood's closed. Right. Like, I want to see... St- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not into it that much. <laughs> I don't... But it's... it's. I want to see no bolts. <laughs> Shaved everything. No, just Bluetooth everything. Bluetooth. It's all yeah. barely leaned up together when we're talking about passion builds and we're talking about um builds for attention i think two things uh, here that not separating can get blurred between both sides on passion builds and in uh, builds for attention and that is being custom and being modified mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out of the box modified or going and taking that extra step to get exactly where you want to be and making that part or that modification specifically on your own to, to pull off that look you're going for instead of just being like at a cart and all right, four days, my car will be sick. Like buying a part and putting it onto your car, you're modifying your car. That's mm-hmm. where the term modified comes yeah. in. You're modifying it past the OEM stock specifications. Yeah. Custom comes in when you, let's say you have to buy that part mm-hmm. and you're trying to modify your car and put that part on, but it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Now you have to customize that modification to make it work with to your make it work. Right, or yeah. let's say there's no part that even is made for that car, like a, like a spoiler for it. There's no spoilers for your car. And you go in and make your own spoiler. You're making a custom part that isn't available on the market for your application mm-hmm. or that same design. There might be a design that you don't like and you want to make your own. You're making something custom to kind of fit your needs, fit your application and what you want to do. That's what I would classify as custom. Something, I, I wouldn't say one-off because you can make multiple of it, but it's something where it's not something that you could just go off and, and buy off the internet. It's something you have to actually make, something and, and you have formulate, to fab- fabricate like a, or yeah. modify a pre-existing part to fit whatever you want to put it onto. Which there's nothing wrong with, uh, like out of the box parts. Or Which I have a bunch the, of out of the yeah, box parts yeah, on my car. Well. Like everybody yeah. does. Everybody. You does. can't build a car without out of the box parts. Right. I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> if you have an Adam LZ <laughs> compound and you yeah. can build a tube frame from scratch, go for it. But right. <laughs> for normal people, uh, I think. I mean, it's you know everybody does normal, normal, normal. normal. But I do feel like uh, you hey, can. Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> nice weather we're having. <laughs> Smooth SpongeBob? Okay. Yeah, I got it. If you find yourself kind of, I don't know, taking offense to this, maybe it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking right well. at you, bro. Don't even leave the comment. Anyways, speaking of attention. Speaking of attention, let's jump right into our current event. We're going to cover something that you guys are all probably well aware of right now. and uh, it's uh, Tesla's going to space. Oh, but yeah. not not Elon Musk Roadster that's in space. It's Nothing uh, to do with SpaceX. No, yeah. no it's, it's guys launching themselves into space. Sick. Yeah, so Sick. it's it's On a video that's uh, <laughs> it's a video that's pretty much gone viral. If not, 
like definitely viral. Um, and it, and this will probably be posted about a week after the incident. And you guys, it's probably made the news somewhere. There's there's got to be people talking about this continually. Uh, it's, it's on the news. Yeah, it's all, all right. over it's, already. It's, yeah. it's on the news, and it's yeah. something where. So what will happen is, to mo- Tesla Model S that is launched off of a very steep kind of street that goes like this over in LA. And they pretty much launched it off. Well, the, for the, the people listening, end. Stephen, what is like this? It's a peak. It looks so, like a ramp. So yeah. pretty much the car went like this. It's a box jump. And then the, the downhill went like this. So the car went like this and then smacked. And well, everybody a- listening <laughs> has no idea what direction. They probably already saw. Yeah, you guys already know what we're yeah, talking yeah, about. The yeah. Tesla got rocket launched into, into the air because they used this uh, downward hill slope and rocket launched their Tesla uh, like a jump. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, let's be honest. Was it entertaining and funny? Absolutely. Slightly. Was it uh, absolutely terrible and no one should ever do it again? Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, shout out David Dobrik for that idea. That was uh, yeah. That was all you, Doug. We're, we're not trying to <laughs> negatively like cast this onto anybody, but it definitely was popularized by people promoting it on a public space oh, yeah. uh, for people kind of to then want to recreate themselves, mm-hmm. which we got here. Now, this incident that we're speaking of happened around another popular YouTuber and we're not saying this person is at fault, um, but you guys are probably all familiar with Alex Choi. This is happening after a Tesla car meet, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Alex Choi put together like a, yeah. a Tesla meetup. Yeah. Yep. A Tesla meetup. I was going to call it like a car meetup, but I, I don't know if I really want to call yeah, it. It was, it, it, was a like little... a, it was like a car meetup. Right. And afterwards, somebody wanted to get their claim to fame and pretty much said meet at this spot i'm gonna launch my tesla or whatever well it was like unsaid but everybody there claimed that they didn't know it was going to happen as he stood at the base with his car and then proceed to drive at very fast speeds upcoming a a hill that a very jump like over so that conveniently had like 30 people recording (laughs) the jump even though they didn't know it was gonna happen now, why is this topic of attention-seeking in this Tesla so relevant, and what does this mean for the car scene? Well, it, I guess in our opinion, or at least I'll express for myself, the reason why I think this is so negative, not just because the Tesla went in the air, people potentially could get hurt, and it encourages other people to do this. It ruins the car scene, not for Alex Troy, not for these random Tesla owners it ruins it for the people sitting here and probably the people listening and viewing this podcast because what gets associated by the police by the media and by the surrounding community is that they think car events yeah lead to that lead to this that there was a car anything cars anything that people have interest in cars the targets the car enthusiasts the people that have modified cars Mm -hmm. where it's creating a a, a bad rep because it's it's a stunt that happened that was related with a car and ironically, uh, uh, a stock Tesla did it, and the people who will be affected will probably be people driving non-electric modified cars. Modified cars. But right. they're just going to profile us like they always do uh, and you know, run that whole story as normal. Right. And so this is the whole thing that we kind of accumulate and relate attention-seeking, and that can be seen everywhere, you know, from this meet that Alex Choi hosted all the way into 
street takeovers and things like that you mm-hmm. know people, big takeover vibes right yep. Pe- people want that 10 seconds of fame so they do the donuts in the parking lot they want to show off what they have and a lot of times i feel like these people aren't so much even i'm not gonna say not enthusiasts but they're not heavily they're they're in the car community to put their say in terms of getting attention back where it's right like the, the guys that rev their cars or do burnouts at meets they're they're doing it because they want other people to see them they wouldn't yeah. do that in an open parking lot with nobody around exactly they're only doing that because there's there's people around them that they know that they're gonna be like oh he's doing a burnout low oh, look at that look at that that's the, that's the reason why how and loud just, was he revving his tesla <laughs> right, right and it's something where let, let's say example with this video um and the whole stunt and whatnot and it's something where alex he he wasn't the driver he was there he was filming it but it's it's the choice he made where he filmed it and posted it so that way all his followers millions of followers yeah. could then see that video could see that stunt and then it just blew up from there i yeah. I, I could i could bet you that if he didn't post it and it didn't blow up news channels all they wouldn't be posting it as, as much, much as yeah, as yeah definitely not it's something and where even alex got interviewed by a news channel right um about the whole stunt as something where it, it wouldn't have blown up he wouldn't have been targeted as well if he didn't post it right no. and another thing i want to say about alex even though he did say that he doesn't encourage anybody at all to do this ever because it's super dangerous the thing that this does incite for people who watch this now Watch how viral this went, how much attention this Tesla got, mm-hmm. and how much attention these people got for doing this stunt. It encourages some people out here who are like clout chasing or want to try to get their claim to fame. And they're like, what can I do to then top that? Let's yeah. do something. Like, let me one-up this. Yeah, that's let me one-up this. Yeah, let that's me do how we something got equivalently yeah. as Like, let me go to that hill and front flip it now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he almost did. did. Yeah. yeah. Watch the video. Yeah. It is but it, it's, it's, it's going to be a domino effect with it, where it's like right. we've seen over the years, these viral videos in relation to cars have gone worse and worse and worse. Yes. And it's, it's come to this point where it's like, that could have been a lot, lot worse than right. it would oh, have yeah. been. And it's something where um, they're not doing it on a private property no. or non-public load, which they, they said that, oh, it's not on pu- public roads. and so, Like, they don't do stunts on public roads. They now. say right. that's like, like legal disclaimers in front of the YouTube videos. Yeah, but and that's it's all it. But it's, it's like you're around people. Like, you damaged somebody else's car that was yeah. parked on the street. Like, come on. Car people. Where it's like Stay there, there's... Of- residential areas there's right right ways to do stunts of that nature and i would say a good uh company or brand that does a good job doing that is hoonigan yeah oh absolutely that's a prime example of like a car jump that's coordinated where you pay you plan you do everything that's properly done and permitted with the city so permitted with the city they 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 take extra precautions when planning all that out so it's safe yeah right um ramps and, built by an of engineer doing, instead of doing stuff that's more so reckless which obviously the reckless stuff that's highly illegal is going to go more viral because people don't see that every day exactly but it's the stuff that do it right 
take the precautions if you're if you're going to do something like that don't endanger other people don't endanger somebody else's property and then say oh sucks to suck like yeah, right. don't don't do something yeah. like that cuz you're yeah. dealing with other people's lives you don't know what they're dealing with in their their lives i first i, I know that subaru owner who uh, got his car hit that car's pretty much i would say totaled now and it's yeah, right. that was his only car that was his originally people thought it was just like a little scratch but no that Which thing that, got that's what crushed. was said in the yeah. youtube yeah. video Alex oh it's Troy just a like, bumper replacement bad, bro here's two grand it's like nah bro you push that entire car when, when a car curb. comes flying yeah. into you at 70 miles per hour and the car's at a standstill yeah that's damage yeah yeah and and obviously alex troy wasn't driving but at what point do you uh be it's like the hey the guy did want to meet you there because right. he knew you would film it and put it on your big youtube channel that circles around all this kind of same type of shit like it's the type right. of thing where it's like on a crime level where it's somebody steals some something if somebody else told that person to steal it they're still in relation to that crime yeah anyway. you're right it's an assist to the crime where it's yeah, right in, in this case he assisted he he is Kobe. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he assisted the views the vi- the virality i yeah. guess you would say like, of it's, it. it's not yeah. like it would happened on a live stream Right. He recorded it. He edited it together yeah. and Public. purposely yeah. filmed like intros like and outros. Like there's three videos on his. Out. There's three different angle videos on yeah. his profile showing the different. It's the insane. Jump. It's for and, someone who's like, yeah. oh my god, I can't believe this happened. It's so sad. Blah blah blah. So sorry. Oh my god. But you still are using it to right. benefit yourself and right. Don't give a shit about the residents and, or and I, and the I, houses that were almost hit. Or what if there was someone's kid in the driveway? Right. What and, if, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say the thing that they wanted to highlight, again, they keep talking about how it's bad, but if they were really trying to spread awareness about how you shouldn't do this, this would definitely been um, pre and post talked about how this is something that we highly, highly don't suggest that you should not do and why we can't have meets if people are going to do mm-hmm. this. But he didn't really not condone. He literally said he's a legend like, in the video. Like <laughs> Alex had a very, very good opportunity to still have – content put out regarding this stunt but bring ult- awareness bring awareness to him and ultimately it would help his credibility because he has done some things in the past A that lot. do not help his credibility in terms of the some stunts he's done mm-hmm. right. this would this would have been a great opportunity for him to in a way redeem himself in my opinion even though some of the things are unredeemable it's something where he had the opportunity um, to make things right in a way and show people this is not what you do. But instead, he did it because he knew that it could go viral. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And and I kind of want to take this, the heat off Alex Choi, because I feel like we're talking about Alex Choi specifically a lot. And I want to relate this back to the attention seeking that people get and how we can get into the street takeover thing and whatnot. And the thing that sucks about these things being so viral is because they do get a lot of attention when people get hit with cars and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It does incite a lot of people to say, I want to be a part of it. I want to go experience it. I want to be that car that's in the video that got 3 million views. Right. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. I love seeing burnouts and people doing donuts in controlled environments yeah. like it's cool seeing a or car just, doing burnouts and stuff like that and the smoke clouds i i love that too don't get me wrong relatively away from people but it's <laughs> something where especially with takeovers where they're in populated intersections where they stop traffic yeah where 
what if there's a dire emergency and an ambulance has to come through? Not right. even what if. That happens all the time. Like, we see it on the news. These people are like, oh, didn't, what was it, like a year, two years ago or something, someone died in the back of an ambulance because a takeover was going on and they couldn't get past the intersection? And one thing I've seen with takeovers as well where it's like somebody's doing donuts and then there's like two cars and then one of the car hits the other car mm-hmm. and then the mob of people come oh, and, stomp and, it and out. start yeah. stomping yeah. on that that person's uh and, car pull them out and beat I them up think, and it's like no that that's the name of the game you right. yeah. play stupid games win <laughs> stupid, stupid prize. Exactly. yeah 100 like, percent. when you go you agree to sign all of the terms and conditions of uh the mob mentality behind right. it as well where it's like even just passerbyers just trying to drive through the intersection they right. make their way through people start vandalizing their car yeah. like get out of the way this and that and like even people no. trying to like stay back i've right. seen videos of like uh someone's porsche got like totaled because they were like three rows back stuck at an intersection or something at a takeover and then kids just made their way there and they're like Oh, look at 9-11. Let's smash it. I'm going to do this. Next kid does a little something. Next like kid does st- a little something yeah. more. And then it ends up just getting totaled on the spot. Yep. It's it's disgusting. Um, yeah, it's all this attention-seeking, non-real and the car tough, people the, type the shit. The tough thing behind it is with these takeovers and whatnot, the the people that are driving these cars doing donuts, they're like stock chargers or yeah. stock right. BRZ. They're stock cars where then let's say on the police level of things, they're then targeting modified cars. That's what I was going to say. Even though they're not the ones there. Doing exactly. Some, because, some of them are. Because the, them are. Like people like us or people that have modified cars, they're not going to be the ones in the takeovers because they don't want to risk damaging their car. They don't want to They don't want to do any of that nature. Not so only that, some of them have morals. It's crazy. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. And so that's what I kind of wanted to talk about too is being the people who are affected by this is not the people doing it. Yeah, which sucks. It's the people like you watching at home. The people like or me. like me, me <laughs> yeah. sitting here, getting targeted on a Saturday morning, getting pulled over and given tickets, just driving yeah. to go wash my car. And the cops are open about it. It's not like this right. is some sort of conspiracy where they're like, "Oh, maybe they're coming to get us because of the takeovers." They're like, "No, because of the takeovers, we're cracking down on you on and modified cars." That's the, the wrong statement people. exactly. Yeah, the statement exactly is because of the takeovers, we're cracking down on modified cars, which is openly admitting to targeting the wrong people. Yep, but I mean that's a whole another cop debate. That's a whole other debate. Don't get me started. But yeah, right. we're not going to talk about that tonight. <laughs> but the thing is, is it all stems from the desire to get attention, yeah. to get the views, to get I mean, the clout. If you ask the takeover kids, they'll be like, bro, I just love swinging, dude, drifting is life, all this stuff. You're not doing anything. That takes zero skill. You're the driving. first time I did a donut, I did it. <laughs> not hard. Like right. what I respect more for like these these guys that that want to be drifting, doing burnouts and stuff. Go drifting. They're, they're, they're going at let's say two a.m. to an empty area that is not vacated at all, and it's something where there's nobody around, and they're, yeah. they're doing that stuff there because they genuinely enjoy it and they want to get better at it. Yeah, and practice. Not because they're out showboating. Yeah, they're not trying to get on everyone's right. Snapchat story. You know. Right. But, I mean, obviously, street drifting or any sort of street racing is illegal, but depending on the way you go about it, it can be safe or safer. Right. And, uh, de- by, I mean, definitely safer By than not what's going endangering on. the public. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or affecting people who don't want to be around that to not affect their lives as well. Because what kind of sucks is when you're, again, when this gets put on and you get targeted and quote-unquote punished 
for the things that you enjoy because of people in the community that have ruined it doing an action that's not related to you. Mm-hmm. And that's a, it's the same thing at like uh, even the local meets. Occasionally, there will be a guy who's like, you know what? Time for me to light the tires on this Camaro up. And then it's shut down immediately. ruins everyone's time. Everyone thinks you're a loser. You're not cool. Okay, bye. Right. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm pro arrest all these kids on site. And then that's how you handle the problem. Not pull over people that you, the cop who doesn't know anything about cars, thinks this car looks like something. Maybe it's a takeover person. Let me give him seven tickets. Yeah. Definitely not the right way to go about it. And um, again, relating to like Alex Choi and everything is I don't think that these activities should be highlighted in a way where they become viral for a popular reason, because I feel like it's getting spread around the media. Definitely probably on the news, not to highlight and say, oh, look how cool this is. But a lot of people are sharing it and showing their friends saying, oh, look how far it flew. Yeah. Look how stupid this is. Yeah. Like as a funny way. Yeah. But, I mean, let's not forget Alex Troy also got in trouble, like, what, two years ago for being associated with some crazy takeover stuff? It's it's all the same attitude, same type of people who do this stuff. And it is really just a bummer because it, it really ruins everyone else's like time when, who care about it. When you're a YouTuber or influencer at that level and you're relying on things going viral for your way of living. For your business. Desperate for yeah. some crazy like, that's shit. what's going to pay your debts or yep. pay, pay your bills uh, and... I, I wouldn't be able to live like that. Yeah, I mean, that's at the end of the day, you might hear that, like what you just said, and be like, yeah, got to do what you got to do. That's the name of the game. Nah, that's what you led your career to. That's on you. Right. If you get in trouble for this stuff, you deserve it. You're causing serious damage to other people's property, putting people's lives at risk, all that kind of stuff. And damage to a whole community. Yeah, I mean, that street gets jumped uh that's not the first time like dirt, yeah. i've seen multiple videos of like dirt bike guys doing it which that's kind of almost a different thing still definitely dangerous public or public streets residential don't do it but, but a tesla a whole car at <laughs> night with like no anything it's just like if that rotated anymore that would have nose first and then started flipping he yeah, landed down the hill. he landed halfway on the curb pointing at the house Right. Hit trash cans, which uh, then I guess he steered or hit something or whatever that deflected him back onto the road. And then hit the, the curb across the, across the street, straight into someone else's car, totally. What if that car was slightly to the right and ended up in a into living house? Room? Straight right. up. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's a way bigger problem than I think people are making it out to be. Right. And it's only going to come back to haunt us. To haunt us. And us as a community, you guys watching. So... We definitely don't condone that, and we don't. We've we've definitely seen the effect since uh, social media has definitely come about more, YouTubers, oh, influencers, dude. all that, and we've seen the negative effect that it's having on the community. Yeah, no, it feels not. like a, a endless cycle now of like, oh, there's some good months where like cops. I mean, let's. Uh, I'm not getting pulled over every day or whatever, but like my homie Dylan, he's gotten pulled over so many times by the same. Uh, you know what cop that uh, <laughs> is literally yep. like, hey, I see you driving this again. I'm going to take your car just yeah. because... Uh, just because you're driving it. Yeah, it like... Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it happens. But... Because you don't I'll, see the American muscle 60-year-old dudes with like uh, straight headers uh, getting pulled over and being threatened with all the same stuff. It's not. because we're young driving 
modified, well, typically imported cars. Also, yeah. the, like the older cars are not smog. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, so, but I yeah, see they're, they're not doing has, stuff. Well, also, like, also, like, uh, uh, motorcycles, where it's like you're gonna have a straight pipe street bike or Harley. Well, yeah. that's hey, like that's for different. safety. Yeah. yeah, loud pipes yeah. save lives. Yeah, for modified cars and whatnot, where it's like you're gonna have a bone stock car, but it has like a performance exhaust, and then you're gonna get hassled by cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but definitely. All, with all this talk about the community, it's not all negative, and I think we kind of want to move into our closing statement or closing segment of this podcast, and that is our highlight section where we highlight people within the community that we think deserve it or we think they're cool and we mess with them. Late night callouts. Late yeah. night callouts. Just just some people want to show love to. Alex, who? Am I going first? Yeah, okay. who, do you, who do you choose? So I picked a heater this week. Uh, Who's your heater? The heaters, uh, heaters. AJ, he has a, a full T, like full, full, full. Like not just one arm. No, full. I mean more, full. more than arms. Yeah, full, full T demand LS four hundred. Uh, it is honestly like one of my favorite builds of all time. Uh, it's it's just immaculate. It is on the ground. He drives it super low. Everything is like measured to a T. I've seen it in person multiple times. Looks just as good in person. All that kind of stuff, and yeah, I don't know. That car is immaculate. A ton of like custom work, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, a ton of like just dedication to driving and making that car function in the way it does. And yes, I said function on a stance car. <laughs> Sue me, uh, but yeah, it's just it's just stupid hard. Like yeah. every inch of it is immaculate. The car is, is super clean. I'm a big fan of it as well. Yeah. What about you? So my call out of the uh, of the week is Malacca Motorsports. Um, two guys, part of it, George and Stav, um, and Audi VW guys. They have some crazy Audi builds. The main build that they're doing right now is a VR6 swapped uh, new RS3. And by VR6 swap, it's just not any normal vr6 it's a big turbo vr6 and the turbo's the size of pretty much my head ultimately yeah it's insane huge um i believe it's the the first in the world for a vr6 turbo rs3 i might be mistaken on that but it's super cool they also have some older uh b5 s4 uh vr6 turbo builds as well so they definitely have some cool stuff uh, cool guys they do their fab work themselves in terms of uh like the manifolds and intake tubes all that which they've learned themselves also all the harness wiring work as well so super cool guys um and then super cool work what they've done with their cars a lot of custom work a lot of custom work <laughs> <laughs> so for my call out i'm picking somebody from japan his instagram handle is at is at hello yokohama and this thing is absolutely sick. It is an S13, and in my opinion, it's a drift build, but very, very VIP-esque. It's super, super low, super clean paint. It's on polished wheels, and it's cambered like crazy. And it's got some OG, OZ wheels. Mm, I like um, what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> And the S15, or S13 with the Sylvia front end, it's just so, so, so clean. 
and like extremely low. Like I think this is a car that definitely stance boy Alex over here will I do really, appreciate it. Really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. A lot of those bigger wheel S thirteens out there in Japan are, are just so so sick. Yeah, and I just I don't know why I just fancy this build so much because it's like you know typically you see an S thirteen as um, a drift build, and hardly ever do you ever see people go this hard to to the point where it's like it could be classified as like a VIP car in my opinion because yeah, it's, it's just, like a stance build that he just drifts. It's yeah, crazy. It's so cool. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. This week's episode of Late Night Motor Club. We'll see you guys next week around same time, same place. Stay exactly. tuned. Yep. Follow Alex at Alex Burley and Dead On. Follow Tyler at Tyler Cordura. Follow Steven at Typical Steven. Did you have another one? Nope. Okay, later. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>